I don't believe that you need to be on your phone all day, every day in order to build a successful online business or a successful business on social media. I think if we had less time on it and we had less access to it, we could still do everything that we need to do. Hey everyone, it's Carly here and you are listening to the Made For More podcast and I'm so excited to be bringing you another solo episode because I've just got loads in my heart at the moment, loads of things that I really want to share with you. I'm really kind of personally and personally in business, I'm really going through like some big stages in my business at the moment and I'm learning so much and I keep thinking of stuff and I keep thinking, oh, I really want to tell them about that and I keep like dreaming up episodes. I don't know if anyone ever does that. I come up with my best ideas when I'm in bed and weirdly, I think it's subconscious. I'm not really sure whether I'm asleep or whether I'm awake or what's going on. But anyway, I seem to be dreaming up all these episodes. And this one, I've actually wanted to talk about this for a little while now because it's been a massive, massive shift for me. And uh, yeah, I'm just so excited to talk about it. And actually, the funniest thing just happened. So I'm late getting this in today. So I was meant to, this is coming out tomorrow and I'm releasing it today. Normally, I'm way more organized, but We had some dramas with Frankie this week. He ended up in hospital, stupid stuff, stupid accident. Anyway, kids just literally have like no fear and just do the most dangerous things. Anyway, so I've only just got around to doing the episode and I was like, right, I need to get it in by five o'clock. And I said to Kurt, right, I'm just gonna go in and do the episode and then I need to get it off to the editor. And then before I went in, I was just making a cup of tea and then I saw in the fridge that there was a trifle left from our uh, meal that we had the other day. We had a, a, a little naughty meal. I mean, I say we had a naughty meal the other day lockdown to be honest has all been naughty meals don't know if anyone's the same but we've just lost the plot anyway so we had a trifle and I said to Kurt oh I'm gonna have a trifle later I'm gonna finish off that trifle because I've got a a big training tonight training lots of the uh the top leaders in in my company and I thought oh I'm gonna treat myself to a little trifle after that and he said why don't you just have some now he said there's a there's a date on it you should have it now and I was like oh I can't have I can't have a trifle now and he was like, yeah, go on, just sit down five minutes, have a little trifle and then do your podcast. And I was like, babe, I can't just go on a, I can't bloody get on a podcast and start talking about getting shit done and working your business, but I'm procrastinating doing my episode because I've sat and e- eaten a bit of trifle. He turned around to me, he said, yeah, but you always get shit done. So you deserve that bit of trifle. And I was like, yes, oh my God, this is exactly the topic of what my podcast is about today. So needless to say, I'm absolutely filled to the brim with custard and sponge and jelly. And I feel absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. And it, it does actually lead in perfectly to what this podcast is all about today. I actually feel zero guilt for my trifle pit stop because of this. So basically, I'm going to be talking to you today about redefining what it means to be in hustle mode and how to break the addiction to your phone. Because I've really been, like I said, I've really been in a, a different, in a real like transition with this. And I'm sure that lockdown has been a, a big, big reason for it. And I, I, I imagine this has been the same for lots of people. But I really do believe that this is a shift for everyone. And this isn't actually just a shift for me. And the reason that I know that it's not just for me is that I interview lots of people. And at the end, I always do the quick fire questions. And I always ask, how do you define success? How would you describe it? And I've been really pleasantly surprised to hear that what often comes up is that they say it's about having balance and it's actually just about being happy. And it's not so much about the accolades anymore or the the recognition or the stuff. It's actually just about being happy. And it just reminded me that, you know, there really is a big transition happening. And, and like I said, I don't think it is just me I really think it is society and the term hustle has been thrown around a lot and it's still used a lot and I am fully on board being in hustle mode but what that actually means and what being in hustle mode actually looks like I think has changed a lot so I just want to start this with outlining 
two different types of people. So I really think that there are two types of people. There are people like me that believe or have believed in the past that the only way to be successful is to graft, graft, graft and, you know, be busy, busy, busy and just literally nonstop. And if you're not absolutely exhausted with like your limbs hanging off and everything like that, then you don't deserve success. That's definitely the ex-professional dancer in me. That's how I thought for a really long time. If I wasn't flat out working all the time and exhausted then there was no way that I was going to achieve my goals and that's just what I've always believed and although I'm so much better now than I used to be I do really believe that there has been a massive shift in this area and my work ethic is still relentless and ridiculous most of the time Um, and to be honest I'm very rarely not working on myself or my business in some way but there has definitely been a major major shift so that's one type of person the people that believe in you know graft 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 hustle busy manic exhausted like me there and then there's another type of person that to be really honest with you, and this is going to sound so brutal and so blunt, there's another type of person that really needs to ramp it up. And this may sound really harsh, and I, I really believe that the percentage of people that make a big success of any business is so low because there are, and you know, there are so many people that fail because a lot of people are actually quite deluded about the amount of work that it takes to make a business work and how to really fully commit to their goals. And I think a lot of people really try to find the balance too soon and are actually scared of getting uncomfortable. They're scared of getting into that, you know, messy, imperfect action. And they just never really take that step into really courageous you know, business building and and courageous personal development. And so that's what I I really do believe there are those two types of people. And the reason that I wanted to do this before and just outline those two different types of people is that before listening to the rest of this episode, I really want you to honestly ask yourself which one you are, because identifying that first will make such a massive difference as to whether this episode is hugely beneficial to you and it makes a massive positive shift and you're like, yes, that episode was a major game changer for me or this episode if you if you don't take that time to really you know see which which camp you're in this episode could actually set you back even further and I really don't want that to happen so you know I know that your your time is precious you're investing 30 minutes of your time into this episode and I want this 30 minutes to really help you and your business but I need you to do your part and that's by being really really honest with yourself so if you're you're like me maybe you're like the first one And um, I honestly think that this episode is really going to help you. And it's actually going to help you to release. It's going to help release you from a lot of the controlled, intense energy that might be holding you back. And I really hope that for those people, me opening up about this will actually give you permission and the confidence to loosen the reins a little bit and move more into a state of allowing, which is what I've learned now to be a really, really powerful place to be. If you're the second person, and honestly, there is nothing wrong with that, as long as you're totally honest with yourself and you can say, yeah, that is 100% me. I know that I need to step it up a bit. That's all good. We know that we can work on that. But this episode can actually help you as well. As long as you're honest about being that second person, this episode can help you as well because you're going to know exactly where you need to work. But if you're the second person and are not being honest with yourself about that and you think that you're a diehard hustler and you're like, yeah, I just work so hard, but really, you know, you're not doing the do taking my advice is only going to move you further away from where you need to be. So like I said, I know that you're here and you're listening because you really want to make 
your business to success. You know, you want to be successful, you want to have progress in your business, but that can only happen when you're brutally honest with yourself and you have a high level of self-awareness. So that's really why I wanted to start with that. So just to give you a little like, you know, background of where I'm at at the moment. So right now I'm I'm hustling. I'm in hustle mode right now. Obviously I'm running my network marketing business and I'm actually in the process of creating a whole new online process and system for my team at the moment to make it simple as possible for us all to build our business. You know, really like simple, clean, crisp. Everyone knows exactly what they need to do. And I'm in the middle of creating this new system at the moment, which I'm really excited about. I'm also launching a 14-week mastermind for 20 coaches and helping them completely transform their businesses online. Obviously, I host this podcast and I'm posting a new episode every week in between trifle pit stops. Obviously, I have my little boy Frankie at home with me all day as well. He's one and a half, so he's mental and crazy active and and all over the place. And I'm also five months pregnant. And so although I'm doing more and I'm actually like, you know, doing so much at the moment, I'm progressing so much more and I really am, you know, really am achieving so much in my business at the moment. I've actually never felt more relaxed and more in control in my whole life. I like, I just feel chilled. I feel happy and really like, yeah, in control of what's going on. And this is so new to me because normally when I'm in hustle mode, I've, I've spoken before on my podcast where my body actually responds to my exhaustion. And I know that when I'm pushing it too far, you know, I start getting ill and I can actually see it in my body. I can feel it in my body that my body is not coping well with the stress. And right now I'm I'm chilled, but I'm doing so much. So this is why I wanted to share with you what I've learned, because being in full hustle mode does not need to mean that you literally sell your soul in order to achieve big things. This is like full, this is an amazing turning point. So when I first started, it was like a badge of honor to be mega, mega busy and rushing around and not ever watching TV or going on holiday. And in fact, if someone said to me, oh, did you watch X Factor on Saturday? I'd just be disgusted. I'd literally be like, what? As if you think that I've got time to be laying around watching X Factor. I'm busy, 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 business, 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 grind, grind. And I was just like mortified that they even thought that, you know, I would be laying around watching X Factor. And while I still don't think that X Factor is particularly productive use of your time, you could definitely spend your time in better areas. I now definitely squeeze in a couple of guilty pleasures as well to help me switch off because one of the biggest things that I've learned is that my mind works 100 miles an hour. I don't know if anyone's the same, but my mind is mental. And like I said uh, at the beginning, when I'm sleeping, I'm subconsciously thinking of podcast episodes or trainings for my team or strategies for our coaches. And I just, my, my mind literally does not stop. And Kurt will always look at me and say, what's what's going on in that head of yours? Because I'm just literally, you know, like in a starey daze. And so having an hour or so of escapism every evening for me is the perfect way for me to slow my brain down. And my two guilty pleasures, I need to let you know what they are. One of them is celebs go dating. Don't know if anyone else is watching it, but I'm just obsessed with Tom Zanetti and the Duchess. I really hope they get it together. I love that. I literally love love. I'm obsessed with love. So when I see a blossoming love romance, um, it just gives me all the feels. And then the other thing that I'm absolutely loving is um, Unforgotten on Netflix. I think it used to be a, like a BBC drama, but it's basically about like unsolved murder mysteries and there's detectives and I love that kind of stuff I love all like murder mysteries you know you get really really into it so so good so they're my guilty pleasures at the moment and you know what I don't feel bad about it I don't I, I I used to never literally never 
watch TV and I just don't feel bad about it anymore because it's the perfect opportunity for me to switch off, turn my mind off and just recharge. It's like it's like a phone, isn't it? Or anything. You need to plug it in and recharge it. And for me, my my mind the only way to recharge it is to stop it moving for a second and that's that's why I can watch this rubbish stuff. So I've learned that actually working all day every day on your business does not work and you don't get any more done. In fact, you actually end up faffing a lot more and you just end up down these rabbit holes of information that just massively confuse you. And that's what I always did. You know, when I first left my job and I was just working on my business full time, I was just flat out trying to do it all day, every day, because if I wasn't doing it all day, every day, then I felt really, really guilty. And I felt like, well, I'm never going to promote to the next level because you know, I've just taken an hour's lunch break and I should definitely be eating my my food at my desk and working through it. And that's just really changed for me now. And so what I've realized is that you actually don't need to work all day every day. And that isn't actually any good for your business anyway. And I learned this when I had Frankie. So obviously when you have a baby, your time is completely cut short. So my work time went from 24-7 to, oh my God, now I've got this baby and now I can't work all the time. Um, And it started off that I was just working in his nap times and he used to have three naps a day. So I was like, brilliant, I can can get so much done. And then it went down to two naps and I was like, ooh, okay, we're a little bit little bit tighter now but that's fine and then now it's down to one and honestly what I can get done in one nap time is astonishing it is so much more than I have ever done before because I'm no longer faffing and like I said where I'm at in my life and my business right now I'm like I'm creating so much and I'm working so much um, and the majority of the time I'm doing it in that nap time because I literally do not faff around I don't have time to overthink I'm constantly filtering and editing the information that I'm consuming and asking myself, is this this relevant to me? Do I need to know this? Do I need to do this? And is this going to make the boat go faster? If not, there's no time for it. And that's such an important question. In whatever work it is that you're doing, honestly ask yourself, is this going to make the boat go faster? Or am I just busying myself, trying to be busy so that I can say that I've been busy and then subconsciously I know that I deserve my goal? It's a really, really like insightful thing to ask yourself and just think, is this stuff that I'm filling my day with actually making my business move? Or am I just doing it because I'm trying to prove to someone or myself I am actually working my business and are you avoiding the things that you really do need to do so the rest of the time that I'm with Frankie it means that I'm present and I don't have to feel bad that you know I'm I'm not working my business because in the times that I was working my business I'm literally so so efficient and now you know there's of course there are times when the workload pendulum will absolutely shift in favor of work over family and the work-life balance will go completely out of the window that is so so normal you know I I really think that that needs to come in short bursts of time and this is where I've really flipped my thinking around it so I used to think that 24-7 was flat out 100% and when it came to then promoting to another level or trying to you know ramp up my business I, I I could only go into like danger red zone of energy and exhaustion because I'd been giving it my all the whole time I really had no kind of reserve energy or reserve power left but what I've realized now is that it's about looking at your business strategically look at you like looking at your year strategically and saying right right now this is like go 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 mode so for me 
it's go, go, go mode at the moment because I'm in my second trimester of pregnancy. I'm feeling good. I've got like loads of energy. Kurt's at home. So I've got that extra bit of support with Frankie. And now is the perfect time to really ramp up my business. When I'm in my third trimester and definitely when I've obviously had our little girl, I'm not going to be in that part of my business right then. So I'm working really strategically to make sure that the times where I am in, you know, that hustle mode, like I say, it actually works for me and it works for our family. So like I said, you want to go in short bursts of of, of energy and drive because it's just not sustainable to do it 24-7, 110% and you will actually burn out. And I always think it's like a plane. You know, if if you've got a plane and you need to get the plane to take off the runway, obviously you're going to put in loads of power, loads of energy and the energy that it takes to get it off the ground and get it into the sky is huge. Like that's when you're going to, it's going to take most of its power and energy. But once it's up in the air, it then stabilizes you know, it gets to that point, it stabilizes and it's steady again. And that's kind of how we want to think of our business. You cannot go full pelt the entire time. If a plane was to do that, it would just go up and up and up and up and up. And then guess what? It would run out of energy, run out of steam and it would crash. So we really need to think about our business in the same way. You need to give it, put your foot down, ramp it up, get to a stabilized level. And then the next step is you put your foot down again, ramp it up and you get to that stabilized level. So when I say stabilized as well, that's still consistent activity. It's still consistent. It's still intentional activity, but it's not that intense focus drive that you do in, in, sh- in those short bursts. So if you don't have kids and you actually have all the time in the world right now, then you can still schedule things into your day to make yourself a little bit busier and to kind of, you know, give yourself those chunks of time when you're working. But just be really aware of what those things are and how they affect your energy. So it's still so important to make sure that you're taking time to, you know, add things into your day that really light you up. And I don't just mean doing things mindlessly you know like mindlessly scrolling or watching hours of rubbish tv or things that don't actually bring you joy but fill your day with things that genuinely bring you joy so for me it's having a bath I love to have a bath I sit in the bath for hours or me and Kurt will go in the hot tub and we chat for ages in the hot tub we actually come up with our best ideas in there it's like a full little creative tub but it might be going for a walk for you it might be baking cakes you might be doing some drawing. It might be painting your nails and doing a face mask. There is absolutely nothing wrong with doing that regularly if that's what lights you up. And your work time should 100% be counterbalanced with some downtime and some self-care. So like I said, this is the major shift for me. And this is where I'm really prioritizing the downtime. Not necessarily prioritizing it over my work because I'm definitely not doing that. The work always comes first, but I'm really putting it up there of equal importance to have that kind of downtime and self-care as well. Hey, I just want to interrupt the episode for 30 seconds and tell you really quickly about something so excited that I've got coming up. So you will have heard me talk about in my episodes already that myself and the incredible Michelle Hillier, who you've heard on two episodes previously, have actually launched our first 14-week mastermind for coaches. So this is a really exclusive, really intensive 14-week mastermind for coaches and helping them scale their business and accelerate their business online. Now, the name of our program is Inspired Action Accelerator because this is all about taking massive action and massively accelerating your business online. This is not an informational program, even though there is, it's absolutely packed with information. This is a transformational program that gives you the full blueprint to take your business to the next level. We're so excited to kick it off on the 8th of March. We only have space for 20 people. So if you're listening to this, if you're a coach and you've decided that 2021 is going to be your year to massively scale your business and take 
take your coaching business from where you are right now, perhaps you're lost, perhaps you're overwhelmed, perhaps you don't even know where to start, perhaps you're a little bit stuck to where you want to be, then this is absolutely the program for you. So reach out to me on Instagram. You can message me at Carly Wise Lifestyle. I'll send you all the information. We'll have a chat, see if it's for you. And hopefully you will get to join us on what will be the most exciting adventure ever. Now back to the episode. Enjoy. One of the biggest lessons that I've learned is actually that the law of attraction works with our energy. It's, it's all about our energy and most importantly, how we feel in the present. That's really what is going off. So it's looking at how you feel right now and the energy and the vibration that you're radiating in that moment. That's what it's attracted to. So while in the past I focused everything on the future and I've always had a really big clear vision of where I want to go and I still do believe that's massively important. I still have a big vision. I've still got my vision board and I still really focus on what I'm trying to create. But what I was doing was I was neglecting a lot of the feelings of joy right there and then in each moment. And I was kind of thinking so far ahead in the future that I was sacrificing the now. And this is where it's changed for me massively. So instead of chasing a paycheck or a goal or a status, the chase and what I'm addicted to now is actually finding the feeling of just the utmost pure joy. I'm just obsessed with being in that state of pure joy. And for me, one of those moments is actually the first thing in the morning as soon as I wake up. Now, my favorite part of the whole day is when Frankie wakes up, we go into his room and he stood up in his cot, he's in his sleeping bag and his his curly hair is all massive and shaggy and his face is all kind of like squished up and he's still half asleep and he's got his dummy in and he puts his arms out and he he wants us to to pick him up. So we pick him up, give him a really good squeeze, he proper wraps his legs around me Um, and then we all go back into bed for half an hour. Rodney, my dog, jumps up as well, jumps under the covers and we all watch Peter Rabbit together for half an hour as a family. And honestly, it's pure joy. It is literally pure joy. And most of the time, Frankie is like sitting on me or sitting on Kirk's. His spatial awareness is absolutely shocking. And he's almost always done a horrendous stinky poo. But as long as we like, we're just together and we lay down for that 30 minutes, it is honestly pure joy and I could not be happier. So this is so, so controversial. And I know some people are going to listen to this and be like, what did she just say? Um, And I know that not everyone is going to agree with this, but I'm just being really open and honest about kind of the shifts that I've had. So everyone is so, so different. And for a really long time, I thought that the only way to be successful was to do a miracle and to do a miracle morning effectively was to be up at 5am and do it the exact same structure as Hal Elrod describes in his book, Miracle Morning. It's an amazing book. I absolutely love it. It had a, a massive impact on me years and years ago when I first read it. And I was just like a lazy bum every single morning I took on the principles of the miracle morning and I loved it 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 was so so good for me and like I said at one point before I had kids that was honestly the best way for me to start my day I loved it and it really did help me so much so if you're in that place of you know having no morning routine 100% get that book and I do still believe it's so so effective for so many people but now for me personally my pure joy miracle morning just starts in a different way and I've learned that that's okay and it's just my miracle morning and it's how how I want to start my day and so don't get this mixed up mixed up I still do my affirmations I still do my gratitude I still read I still watch and listen to motivational trainings every day but I do it in a way that a kind of like a structure that prioritizes my feelings of good energy 
And that's what's been really, really different as well because, you know, I don't want to miss out on that bit in the morning. It's my favourite thing ever. It's literally my favourite part of the day ever. Um, and so now that's how I choose to spend my morning. I still do all the other important stuff, but it just looks different to you know, what I've been told. So like I said, 100%, if you don't intentionally start your day in the best way, then you know how, then the first place you need to start is looking at that book. Like laying in and snoozing the alarm and just aimlessly rolling around is not gonna get you set up for a successful day. And the Miracle Morning is the best place for you to start to really kind of get some good habits going. And it's always the first thing that I talk about with my team. You know, if anyone comes to me and they're struggling in their business and they're just, you know, they're not seeing results and they're not really getting things moving, 100%, the first thing I I always recommend is to get a good morning routine in place because it is just fundamental for building a successful business. It's just what that morning setup looks like that I, I now realize can vary person to person and for me it's watching Peter Rabbit with my little family (laughs) so on that note of good energy I just want to talk to you really quickly about social media and how long we spend on our phones and how we can actually break the the habit and the addiction of our phones now I can fully admit that at one point I was fully fully addicted to my phone like in a really in a really uncomfortable place with it actually I got into the habit after the first lockdown I'd always go for a walk and I'd have my um I'd have a podcast on I'd go for a dog walk and I had the pram and I would just always be listening to something and I'd always have my phone on me I would never ever go out for a walk without my phone on me and I realized that I'm I've, I've started to be really addicted to it actually like there wasn't a moment where I wasn't on it I would even go to the loo and I'd be on my phone And I'm like, bloody hell, can you not literally take 30 seconds without your phone and just go and do like one task without looking at your phone? Like, for God's sake. And I was, I just was awful. I literally wouldn't go to the loo without my phone because I thought, what what am I going to do in that time? Just sit and not do anything. Just look into thin air. I just thought it was like ludicrous that I would just stop and not fill that time with something and you know like if I'm having my my favorite time like you know when I'm getting in the bath and I'm having like a proper chill out time and in my head I would picture what that time would be like and I'm like I'm gonna get in the bath and there'll be bubbles and candles and I'm gonna read my book and it's gonna be so chilled and I'm gonna feel so revitalized but actually what was happening was I was getting in the bath and I was just on my phone the entire time and I was scrolling social media and doing god knows what and then I'd get out that bath and think wow I didn't relax at all then actually and what I realized in in lockdown is that when we had a bit more time my social media habits and my phone habits were getting worse and worse and worse I don't know if anyone has felt that but I just was scrolling so much I started comparing myself more because I was seeing all these people and it just really was not good for me at all I really noticed an impact on my on my mental health and how it was affecting my mindset and my mood and my motivation and I thought you know what I need to get a grip of this and then of course I got a little boy running around who copies absolutely everything I do and he started to pick up loads of stuff and started holding up to his ear going harrow and then was copying me and was always on his phone and that scared me as well because I thought I just don't want to I don't want him to just always see me on my phone and think that you know I've always got this phone in front of me so anyway so my massive massive goal for this year is to hugely grow my business on social media at the same time 
massively, massively reducing my screen time. So I know that's a little bit of a contradiction, but that's been a massive focus for me because it just does not serve me. And again, like I've said with the with the whole workload, I don't believe that you need to be on your phone all day, every day in order to build a successful online business or a successful business on social media. I think if we had less time on it and we had less access to it, we could still do everything that we need to do and we just wouldn't faff. So that's been a massive, massive focus for me. And uh, yeah, I want you to have a look. If you haven't already, go into the settings of your phone. You can go to screen time and you can see what your average screen time is. I put this on my social media the other day and it's so Oh, it's so interesting to see. So when I first had a look at this, my my averages were, uh, it was kind of like between six and eight hours a day that I was on, on my phone. And that's, I mean, that's wrong, isn't it? That, like really, if you think about that, that is really wrong how long that was on. I know that some people are, are on a lot more than that, but I was thinking I need to cut that down. So now I've managed to get that down to, on a bad day, it's about four hours now, but I really try every single day to not go more than two and a half hours on my phone. And it's made such a big impact. I guarantee that's why I'm in the place that I'm at in my business, where I'm being mega productive, but I also feel really happy and content and calm and chilled is definitely got something to do with that so I wanted to give you my top tips for reducing your screen time and hopefully helping you if you're in the same boat as I was just helping you reduce that kind of addiction to your phone really because it's definitely definitely not good so the first tip is a really obvious one but just to turn off your notifications so I turned off the notifications off everything apart from my whatsapp because my whatsapp is the only it's the only platform where someone could message me and they would need an immediate answer or like something might be important you know like it's where my mum and dad message me on it's where Kurt will message and it's you know it's all of my team stuff so if anything important is going to happen it's going to happen in, in whatsapp so I keep my whatsapp messages um notifications on but I do actually mute some groups that I don't need to know about all the time like I'm in some groups and I definitely want to be in them and I definitely want to know what's going on but I don't need to know like a play-by-play breakdown of what's going on in that group so I mute those ones but in general I have my notifications on whatsapp facebook instagram all the other apps I don't have any notifications on even my emails as well I don't have notifications on um, because it's the notifications that really draw your attention you know you can be sitting there watching telly and you're really into it or you can be having a conversation with someone or you can be playing with your little boy and then you hear ping and it just immediately takes your attention and as soon as you know that there's something on that phone you're just like, oh, I just want to know. I just want to know what it what it is, and it's normally nothing. Like, have you ever not been able to get on your phone for a while? Perhaps you've been doing something, and you've gone back and you thought, oh my god, I'm gonna have so many notifications. And you've gone back and it's literally no one, just your mum. <laughs> and you're like, why am I so obsessed with checking my phone all the time? Because I've literally got like, there's nothing of decent value. Or you might have loads of notifications, but all of them were just kind of general you know nothing was major that you missed I always find that really interesting actually when you take time out and you go back and you think well I didn't really miss a lot there at all but yeah so turning off notifications is so important because you just don't want to have that distraction secondly you can actually set your I don't know about android phones but definitely on the iphone you can set a start and an end time so this has been so so cool for me me and Kurt have actually both said that we don't want to look at our phone until at least nine o'clock in the morning and then we also want to cut off at 10 so you can actually set something on your iPhone if you go to screen time you can set um, downtime and you can set limits and so your downtime can start from whatever time you want to 
you know, end at night time and, and then start whenever you want to in the morning. And basically it just shuts down all your apps. You can still have access to them. If you like, if you really desperately need to go on and check something, you can still click it and it will say, like, give me five more minutes or something and you can just pop on and, and do what you need to do. But it basically just shuts down all your apps so you can't you can't go on them. It's perfect because it just makes you aware you know you look at your phone and all the all the apps have kind of gone they go like a little like dead gray color um and you're like okay it's downtime so I can't be on my phone which is really really cool um I definitely definitely recommend that and and what I would say is definitely set the start time to after your miracle morning whatever your miracle morning morning is your pure joy morning as I'll rename it um whatever that is make sure your phone start time is after that so that you get time to um an opportunity to really fill yourself up first and then you can figure out everything else that's going on uh thirdly is that you can set limits for your social media apps as well so I've set a limit of two hours on my social media so that's it and it's really interesting you know because when I go onto an app like say if I'm an Instagram or Facebook and I start scrolling I now I'm so aware that that's wasted time I'm so aware that I've got a certain amount of time and I'm like oh no I can't waste it just looking at bloody whoever's cat like this is a waste of time and it really just stops me scrolling I just go in I, I always think of it like it's a little bit like crystal maze you know you just like go into the room and you're like ah get in and do what you need to do and then get out um and that's how I kind of feel like it now so and then it would just remind you it would say you've got five minutes left of your you know, social media limits. And you're like, ah, come on, come on, come on, do what you need to do. And then you need to get out. But that's been a massive, yeah, a massive help as well. And then fourthly is to just try and do as much work as you can off your phone. So part of, you know, a, a lot of my business is connecting with people on Instagram and chatting in the DMs and, you know, just like, doing that kind of thing really connecting with lots of people. And when I'm on my phone, it must just be muscle memory, because, when I'm on there, I just instantly scroll. And it's such a habit that honestly, if you could see me on my phone, it's probably the same for you, whether you're aware of it or not, but it's so habitual. I, Whenever I open up my phone, I always go to the first app. Like I always go to Instagram, then I go to Facebook, then I go to my emails, then I go to something else. And it's always like this habit and it is muscle memory with my thumbs with my hands it knows exactly what to do so as soon as I get onto Instagram on my phone I just naturally start scrolling and start wasting time so now when I when I'm really on my I want to work my business and I'm got my little power hour sesh and I'm cracking on I do it on my laptop so I go on my laptop sign into Instagram you still got all the features there so you've still got all the you know you can message people and search people and do whatever you need to do and like pictures and do all of that stuff. But I don't naturally scroll. I just don't find myself scrolling on there, which is amazing. I literally go on, do what I need to do, and then I get back out of it. And it's just, that's been a major, major game changer for me. So all I would say is, you know, you know, have a look at your phone time. And if in this time you have been struggling with your mindset a little bit, maybe you've been struggling with motivation, Definitely, if you've been struggling with uh, procrastination, 100% have a look at your your habits on your phone because your phone is so distracting. If you feel like you've not been very present and you're kind of always like attached to your phone, and also if you just feel like you're anxious, like my phone and social media makes me anxious. Yeah, that's that's like a real key thing, really. Like if it makes you anxious, then just make sure you step away from it and figure out a way that you can 
you know, limit the time on your, you need to be on your phone because like I said, it's the exact same thing as work as it is of being on your phone. If you have less time, less access to it, you can do so much. Um, and actually we're just wasting time and wasting energy doing just faffy stuff that doesn't serve anyone. So I hope you found this helpful. It's probably a bit of a random one. I feel like I've just talked about myself a lot, but I do think that sometimes just sharing little stories about yourself and things that you're going through can, can help people. So I really hope this has helped you too. I hope it's given you a little insight into where you could maybe free up some time. And the reason that I'm so passionate about this is that, you know, lots of people will say to me, how do you do so much? Like, how do you you know, do so much in your business and you're a mum and, and all of that. And the reason that I can do that is, you know, apart from having a really supportive hands-on partner, which I'm like mega, mega grateful for, the reason that I can do that is that whenever I do any work or create anything in my business, the the one thing that I'm absolutely obsessed with is finding a way to create more time for me and my family and looking at ways that I can create more, but it doesn't take time away from my family. Um, and this is always the mission behind what I do about everything. And it's what I teach because I think the most valuable thing that we have is time. And so this is why I'm so passionate about teaching you and helping you guys build a business in a way where you can have all of those wonderful things that you want in, in your life. You can have that balance still. You don't have to miss loads of, you know, putting your kids to bed you don't have to miss all of those really important things that you want to go and you, you want to be present with with your family in order to build your business I just want to give you these tweaks so that you know you can try and have the two and it's not like I said it's not always going to happen that way but as much as you can I want to try and help you find that balance because you just you just need those you need the balance for your own sanity and your own like self-love but anyway, I hope you found that helpful. If you did find it helpful, please take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram, share it with me at Carly Myers Lifestyle and at Made For More Pod. I absolutely love hearing what you've taken away from it. Honestly, when someone screenshots one of my episodes and I hear something like, oh my God, I felt like you were talking to me or oh my God, it's like you're in my head or oh my God, I so needed to hear this. I'm like, yes, this is exactly why I do it. Honestly, it lights me up so, so much and it makes me so, so happy because to know that I'm just like touching someone and helping them create more in their life honestly just means the world to me so I'm so so grateful um, and of course if you do love this please head over to iTunes give me a five star review yeah and just tell me what you're loving because it means it, it, does, it honestly makes such a massive difference to the success of this podcast and of course I want to say thank you so much for everyone for supporting and uh, everything that you do so thank you so much guys I can't wait to see you next week with another episode and always remember you are made for so much more than you can even imagine bye guys Thank you.